Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to, to succeed in new ways, not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. Roll Yo. the music. Yep. Here we go. If it ever loads. Wait for it, folks. Wait for it. Still got to get better at fading this lie with the little bitty fader that I'm given right here. <laughs> it's all good. This is a new setup for us, and I think we're we're adapting to it pretty well. Sound good. So, Josh, lead off. Uh, you said let's record that. Oh, and we're, yeah. We're gonna record that. We were gonna record that. No, we were talking about your own worthiness today because. I think this is a good episode, like a good topic to talk about. A lot of people have issues with discussing their own worthiness and like their ideas and their opinions. Are they worthy of actual conversation? And I wanted to, Brian posted a question today to me, a personal question, and I answered it like I never even thought about that. But that's something that's been ringing in your mind with some of the issues, like some of the things that we've been talking about. And I think it's important to discuss your confidence with that. And like, if that's maybe the issue, it's not your worthiness. It's really like, are you confident in the ideas you're putting forth? And so the the question that I asked Josh on text was, when I have spoken and maybe used too many words, have I seemed weak? Have I seemed not worthy to listen to? It's kind of the, the nature of the question. Right. By my nature which I thought was my nature, I was really, I'm more talkative on those things. I like the details and I sometimes will jump to details maybe before actually illustrating the big thing, even though my mind generally works in the big picture before like leaping to all the different permutations of something. Right. Right. There was something that I was actually able to process between the time that we had that text exchange to now. Sure. And part of it was this. And some of my growing up, there was often times when I would tell adults that something happened and they didn't believe me or it couldn't okay. have been that reason. Okay. Sure. Now here, here's where this gets tangly because as a child, you don't have the full vocabulary understanding of an adult of why things happen. Correct. Right. Correct. I just learned a term recently. It was called spiritual bypass. And I want to just take a moment to kind of explain what that term means it's when you have you grow up in a religious household or something like that, 
And you're basically trying to apply a spiritual principle just to bypass the reality of what's going on. Okay. So I would just, so maybe it's like you're, you're trying to bypass, like you're using a construct that you know to explain something maybe that you're not really comfortable with. Or just kind of put it off to the put side. Put it to the side. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I had to use this technique because there was oftentimes like, no, Brian, that's not how it happened. Just to follow the happy path. Right. Now, what's interesting to me is that if you really studied uh, like the Christian Bible, like there's lots of suffering through it. There's lots of things oh, yeah. where God shows himself in the <laughs> midst of suffering and lots of terrible stuff. Yeah. So it's not like you don't acknowledge it. Now, just take that for what it's worth. And now, you have a young guy who's very perceptive on what's happening. Right. Um, and for some of right. this on was honestly, some of it was being one of the only people that was not white in the neighborhood. And so sure. When there was legitimate, like somebody called me some racial slur, right. That's obviously like a discriminatory thing that is race related. Now, most people want to say, well, no, they're just being children. No, they're just being this. And so it's every other reason, but that, just follow the happy path, Brian. And so I think part of it became born out of anxiety. Like how, how far do I have to prove my point where people will listen to me? Sure. And that's an anxious place because there's a lot of things now as an adult that I feel very confident about. And I don't need to come with such emotional fervor for somebody to pay attention to. I can simply state it. Right. But I'll, I'll leave it there for a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's a good, that's a good Revelation. I also think that that's a good self, like looking in on yourself and reflecting because that is how it is. Like, uh, for me looking out, like, or looking in anyway, when we were growing up, that was what you wanted. You just wanted to keep, you know, explaining yourself, keep talking and talking. And everyone's like, yeah, we get it. Uh, we're not doing that right now. Let's just move on. <laughs> And Brian's like, no, let's just do this. Like, oh, like, uh, okay, we'll get it. And we usually did, but it was later. And I think as an adult, like when you look back at that, you're like, well, duh, like I had this, this, and this problem. But at the time you didn't know that. And so right. I think like a lot of that is, you know, the question of worthiness is the question of, am I good enough? You know, mm -hmm. do people like me? Can I, and I think like when you're younger, especially you really get caught up in that, that mindset of do people like me? And if people don't like you, you literally can, will change sometimes. Like maybe not what you actually feel and think and feel, but you'll change how your outward appearance is. And I think that that's a good thing to talk about because that's a social construct, right? Like that is you bowing to peer pressure or you're taking some cues that you're getting from the outside world and changing your outward appearances, even though you might not be changing your inner like monologue type thing, but you're changing that, on how you react to things in a real, in a real world sense. That's right. I was, I, I was using the, the, the intellect to basically help explain things and you override the emotion you override your emotional part of it correct because that was the only way that sometimes i felt like i could move on like i'll you know let's just have a real honest moment here if i was um duller of mind i think you know i'm grateful for the 
for the, the, the blessing that God has gifted me with in terms of being able to understand lots of different things. So I acknowledge that it's not me. It's uh, just how, how I've been made. With that construct, what happens is that when those raw emotions have roiled up, sure. I didn't know what to do with it. Right. right. But I did know that I there were things that I perceived correctly. You know, everybody has this type of experience. They have like, yeah. oh, I saw that. And people are like, no, you didn't. It's like, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, that actually happened because I saw it and, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, but I, we're doing this. Yeah. In, in, in a trusting relationship, it's like, you saw that. Yeah, I believe you, right? right? There's kind of that, like, Josh, if I told you, like, there's a spider behind you, you'd be like, oh, yeah, there's probably a spider behind me. Right. <laughs> because, where? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where? You would ask yeah. because you would trust me. Right. And I think that for the talking about the worthiness thing is like, am I worthy to even be listened to and considered in the way where somebody believed me? And I think this is where people, uh, if they grow up in a situation or they come through a situation where they basically said, no, that's not how it is. And it's some form of gaslighting, whether it's intentional or unintentional, you start to go, no, I saw that right. And if you don't have a way to get people on board, you just talk a lot to try to get them to understand. Sure. And I also think, yeah, you're right. And I also think that some of that has to do with parents as well. Cause parents like number one, don't want to admit that they're wrong. Uh, especially to their children. We know that uh, my wife and I know that a lot as being like firstborn kids, but and Brian has the same dynamic being the only child. He has that same kind of dynamic. I think it's important to realize that, especially as you get older, your parents were just people and they were doing the best they could. And sometimes they're broken people too. Like they had problems. They had things that happened to them. And so they try their hardest not to pass that on to you, but in a way they almost can't help it in certain insecurity issues. And so you just have to acknowledge that you have to be like, okay. And then once you learn more about your parents, like you're like, oh, well, I understood that like, you know, my mom was grew up in this situation. My dad grew up in this situation. Uh, and they, you know, that's why I'm like this. And once you realize that, I think that's very powerful. And it might not even happen until you're, it may never happen for some people because they don't perceive a problem with it or an issue. But it also might happen, you know, early in life or later. And I think like Brian and I are middle-aged now. We do a lot of reflection back, especially after 40, you really start like thinking backwards more. And it's not like I don't want to change myself. It's more like, why am I the way I am? And I have done a lot of that um, inflection, introspective stuff, late, especially lately. Uh, and I think it's important to understand that. When we, uh, let me let me preface also to say that my parents did love me well. Like I never felt oh, like, yeah, I was like weirdo with a beardo with them. No, I, it's, I think... yeah, it's not, it's not like, <laughs> that's not a reflection of, emotion no it's a it's reflection a, it, of reality and like situations we grew up in yep we, uh my my counselor has said that you have memory and it's not tied to time there's emotions there's situations circumstances but that's right. why you sometimes put yourself there right. so to back to go back am i worthy to be listened to 
there was a part of me that had felt like I always had to fight my way out of a paper bag enough sure. so that people knew that they should at least pay attention to me. Because honestly, and if you've ever seen me in person, like I'm not that uh, Jason Momoa sized man to just like <laughs> punch the wall and everybody paid attention. Like it wasn't that, you know, I was generally like the smallest, I was always the smallest guy in our friend group just because, you know, the way I am physiologically. I mean, you're, you're Korean, so <laughs> you're the smallest dude. <laughs> Generally, that we're just a bunch of white works. guys, and then a Korean dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we are not small white people. No, <laughs> you know, Will is tall. Yep, Eric is big. I'm just yep. and tall. I'm just big, and John is he's slight for a white dude, but he's still a big dude. Yeah, bigger than me. Yeah, all said and done, <laughs> with with that. With Josh and my relationship, I always know that he'll listen to me and he'll consider the things I say. You know, if I'm just right. like, even like if I just, I'm having an emotional moment, he'll listen and he's not going to pass judgment. And so the question of, am I worthy or if I speak a lot, am I worth listening to? Am I showing weakness? I was approaching it from a, I need to get to a position where they recognize that I'm strong enough to then speak. But really what, like what Josh did in the text back is like, no, I just say things and then I let people ask questions because yeah. Josh gives less F's. If you misunderstand, <laughs> he's like, well, if you have questions, you're going to come find me and you'll ask and I can talk to you. About. Right. Right. I mean, part of that too. I mean, this episode might be run a little long from this, but part of that is just because it's not because I don't care. It's just because I don't care. And <laughs> I know that seems like it is anathema to what we're talking about, but it's not. You have to have confidence in yourself that what you say is what you actually mean. And if you say that and someone has an issue with that, well, then they can come back to you and talk to you about that. And part of you know society living in a group is that we can have this freedom of exchange of ideas and knowledge also conversate now we don't have to agree on everything brian and i definitely don't agree on everything but we can have the conversation and i think just opening yourself to the conversation and to the feedback is important knowing that what you say is meaningful to you is good enough it doesn't mean that it's meaningful to the other person but if they have a question or an issue with it they'll definitely come back to you i mean especially in our society now they're going to come back it's just a matter of when. And so I, I really want to throw that out there to people is think about when you speak, like when you talk, like like from something you believe in, not just like, you know, how's the weather, you know, that kind of stuff. But when you're actually having a conversation, do you believe what you're saying? Because if you do, that's all it needs. You don't need to back it up. You know, you just need to have the conversation. And I think that is the important part. And that's kind of like what Brian and I are doing with CC, right? It's just the conversation starter. So step out and say something and be brave enough to be misunderstood. Absolutely. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.
Thank mm-hmm. you.